0: What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am back, I am black, and I am the black expat. I'm excited to be with you guys today, right? I'm reintroducing one of my favorite segments that was very, very popular for me during the pandemic when I was recording and sharing all of my travel stories, and it is the Monday morning check-in. Right, And this Monday morning check-in for this year will be all centered around travel, of course. And I'm going to start it off with Monday morning check-in number one, which is top five travel destinations that I personally recommend you should explore for the year 2024. And if you're not going to get there in 2024, make sure you save, make sure you plan, make sure you reserve those days off for the very beginning of 2024. 25, because all of these places fit into that category of later in this year or early next year, because, you know, I want to give you guys some time to kind of digest it. Or you can be kind of like me and just YOLO it and go whenever you feel like it, because that's actually how you should live life, be able to have the things you want whenever you want them. But you guys know how these episodes go. They're quick. They're 15 minutes. They're informative. They get your day started. They get your week started. They get you excited about what you're going to get into. So please allow me to get into it. Now, destination number one. Right, And I'm not ranking these in any particular order. I'm just giving you my top five destinations in no particular order. But I am starting with Africa. You guys know I went to Kenya. Loved it. Went to Egypt. Love it. Like I've been to many places in Africa, and I loved it. And I have a lot of friends and people that I know and colleagues. And, man, I really want to get to Africa. I really want to get to Africa. And it seems like we're always kind of pushing it off. But there's so many reasons specifically for South Africa. You should do it sooner rather than later. Now, I look at travel sometimes as nature versus nurture. And the nurture is more like that luxury, laid back, you know, relaxing experience. But I also think whenever you go outside of your comfort zone, outside of your area, especially if you're from a big city like I am and live in, lived in big cities for most of your life, it's important to get in touch with nature, to realize how connected we are to it and how connected we should be to it, right? And then that's my opinion. You don't have to practice it, but that's how I like to practice travel, what I'm trying to do moving forward in this year. Right. And I'm very fortunate to be able to have someone who pushes me further on the nature side because I'm all about that luxury side. But so in South Africa, you know, you have the opportunity to go on safari drives. Right. I know when we think of Africa, there's so many things that come to mind. For me, it's heavy on the culture. For a lot of other people, it's heavy on the nature and the, seeing the big five. And, you know, it's an important part of the experience, I feel like, to see that because there's no other place in the world where you can see that. So safari drives can be a part of your experience in South Africa, which makes it stand out as a great destination because not only, not only do you get that, right? You get that relaxed, more wildlife experience. You can go down by the river and go kayaking and kind of just connect with nature in similar ways that you can in other places while also being able to go out on a safari and see the Big Five and see and, and see wild game and things like that. Like, it's a very amazing part of South Africa. You can go in and get that nature part. But with that being said, you also have a city like Cape Town. Right, which is full of sophistication and history and culture and art and great dining options. So you can get that nature and then you can, oops, get out right onto that nurture. So if you're doing it for 15 days, it's perfect. You give yourself the opportunity to settle in, get comfortable, and really immerse yourself with that nature. And then, bam, dive into more culture, and a little bit more of the luxury travel experience that you may be looking for. And again, luxury is different for everyone. So luxury doesn't necessarily mean more expensive. It's just things that appeal and stand out to you. For some people, nature is that luxury part. For some, it isn't. Right. So, I want to be clear about that. So, what you get in South Africa is again, you have beaches. Right. So, if you want to go paddleboarding, you can go and see penguins on Boulders Beach. Now, see how cool that is. You get a little bit of luxury and a little bit of coolness too. Like, when the last time you seen a penguin that wasn't in captivity? Don't worry, I'll wait. It's been probably been a while. Right. You can still go hiking. Right, so even though you're in the city, right outside of Cape Town, you can go hiking. Uh, you can take a cable car up Table Mountain. Um, again, you can learn more about apartheid history. Again, so South Africa has a lot of history, as you guys know, and also a lot of art and culture to explore. You can go great white shark breaching viewing. I had to say that slowly because it's kind of. A weird sentence to say, but that's what you can see, right? I love sharks. I love seeing them from a distance. So I love that it said viewing and not diving. If you wanna dive with great white sharks? Go ahead, send me a video of it. I'll post it. I'll also pray for you. I'm not doing that. But the, the, you know, South Africa has so much to offer, it's such a unique experience. It's in Africa and you're connected to all the culture, the history that is there. So I highly recommend that as one of the places you should go and visit. So if you've been saying, I really, really, really wanna to get to Africa, be intentional about it, right? So again, my New Year's resolution for the year is intentionality in travel in 2024 forward. So be intentional about making it a point to get there. Either hit me up; I have colleagues that have just came back from South Africa. I've I know a lot about the continent. I could point you in the right direction to get somebody to plan. Just an amazing trip for you. The next area is Norway. Now I was inspired by Norway because I really want to see the Northern Lights. Right. I've got close to seeing them in New Zealand. I don't think we got to see them. And for those of you guys who don't know what the northern lights are, it's basically Earth's light show. Right. Without all the fancy gizmos and gadgets and drones and all that, it's just Google it so you can get the full definition. But essentially, if you look up in the sky, you see all these amazing colors and it's completely natural. It's an amazing light show. And it's something that in Norway you can experience on a private sailing cruise. Which is amazing. So imagine being with your boo, your bae, or your family, your friends, or your bros, or your girls, and you're just out having a good drink on a boat sailing in Norway and you look up in the sky and you see this amazing light show. It's breathtakingly beautiful. Right. And Norway is kind of, you know, it's kind of it's kinda of off. It's kinda of off. It's not a place that you even think about often, right? When you think about traveling and seeing the world, but it's amazing. Again, it has hiking trails, like right? fishing villages, which is it like they were preserved in time, right? It's just a very cool thing to witness and to experience. Um, you can see um, a private sea eagle safari, right? And again, to discover the largest population of eagles and enjoy the views of mountains from over a 1,000 meters. Now, doesn't that sound fascinating? It's not something that you would do every day. It's not a place you would visit every day. Probably not even a place that you thought of visiting. But you should. And it's amazing. And again, it is more for nature people, I would say. But you still get that little touch of luxury. Again, private sailing, seeing the Northern Lights. Private trip to see an eagle safari. Like, these are ways in which you can experience it to get that touch of luxury but still be connected with nature. Or you can do it the good old-fashioned way. You know? So, like, there's just so many things to see that makes it worth seeing. And then the beaches on the islands in Norway. Like, it's just, it's just fantastic. I cannot recommend... Norway more so again with that you also get you know if you go in the winter time it's a little bit colder you know you can see the huskies you can see dog sledding um, which is for me pretty cool to see I don't know how I feel about it you know I'm I'm a big dog lover but um, as long as they're treated well I feel like it's a it's it's a cool experience to see um, and to have if you're able to you know go there and see that so there's like Norway is like and you go during it when it's super cold or when it's a little bit more chilly. Um, It's like an historic polar adventure. That's how I kind of like to compare it. You can get again that real touch of nature. um, And to see the beautiful northern lights, there's so many unique ways to experience Norway. So if it's not on your list, make sure you add it. Um, Number three is a fan favorite. You guys have probably heard me talk about this a lot if you've been following me for a while or if you just looked at the early stages of the podcast, the first 50. Australia. And specifically Australia in November, December, early January. Right? That is when it's the Perfect weather. I'm talking, for those who do Fahrenheit, 70 to 85 the max. Clear skies. Not that much rain. Not too hot. Like, everyone's out. It's not a big tourist season, because especially if you're from America. Because in November, we don't, Americans don't really travel outside of America because of the holidays. You got Thanksgiving. You got Christmas. You got kids coming home from school for break. And they don't really like, oh, let's go to Australia. I mean, some people do. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But most of us don't. So Australia is just so perfect for so many reasons. Now, I get this and I see it on Twitter and just from friends and their opinions of Australia. Oh, no, it's so dangerous. Oh, there's a bunch of things that can kill you in Australia. Now, while that may be true, there are a bunch of things that can kill you everywhere. And you don't experience those things when you're staying in hotels, right? You don't experience that even when you're staying in Airbnbs. I went to the Australia and I went to the Outback. I experienced those. I was actually scared of seeing a snake. I was actually scared of seeing, you know fighting jumping kangaroo like there's so many th- kangaroos that'll fight you like there's so many things to be scared of if you're in those areas but going to sydney going to melbourne going to perth p-e-r-t-h sorry i said it with my australian accent i have a lot of australian friends too don't judge me out but um like going to these places you're not really going to run into that depending on what you're doing now there is a blue mountain tour that i took when i was in australia where again you're out in the mountains and, and you have those spiders you have those snakes you have the opportunity to run into those but you would experts guide, you would expert guides. You don't hear about travelers, particular tourists in particular, dying from these experiences. So I highly recommend going to it. So why Australia? Right? So why? Sydney, gorgeous. Opera house. The opera house is actually situated on a lake. It's just beautiful. It's very few bad things I can say about Sydney. You can also, similar to many, to a few other places with Sydney, you can go and experience nature while in Sydney, mountain tours, things of that nature. The food, second to none amazingly diverse city of sydney melbourne a little bit more local still great like i like the nightlife in melbourne i love it i just love the slow pace of it it's a place you can just go and walk around and feel like you're in a very foreign place when you look around and you speak to people and you hear the accents and all that you know you're somewhere else and you can just take in that australian culture that you love so much you want to go to the outback do that I loved it. I love going to Uluru. I love going to those places and really experiencing the culture, learning about the, the indigenous people of Australia. That was a great experience for me. Want to go to the capital? Go to Perth. Like, there's just so many great things about Australia, and it should be on your places to visit. It is a little bit more pricey um, than most places you could probably visit for instance, within the same time frame, but it's worth it. Again, when I say a bit more pricey, it isn't. I mean like the, the, foreign, the, the, the currency exchange rate, right? You end up playing the same amount when you travel to certain places, depending on how you travel, if you really, really do the numbers. I mean, of course, you can spend exorbitantly more, but if you travel smart, if you have a plan, or if you have an amazing travel planner, um, you can definitely stay within your preferred budget and still have an amazing time. So I highly recommend it. Australia was one of the most diverse and welcoming places I've ever experienced. I've been there multiple times, and every time I have been, it's been great. I've led tours there with amazing people. Highly, highly, 10 out of 10 recommend going to Australia. Now, number four, this place is going to catch some people off guard because y'all always hear me talking about international places. You know, since I'm from America, even when I lived in Taiwan, I really didn't talk much about America because, you know, I didn't really travel that much until recently. Um, But Chicago, right? You know, I've been, I'm from Chicago, so I guess, I guess when I went abroad, I didn't really ask this question a lot or I wasn't surprised by the answer, but here in America, I'm very surprised by the answer. A lot of people haven't been to Chicago. Like, a lot of my friends in Austin have never been to Chicago. Been to L.A., been to New York. People kind of just skim over my city. Y- 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 y'all heard it, my city. I love Chicago. <laughs> like, as if I don't love it now. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's cold as hell. It's it's ice and snow everywhere. I don't do that. I'm I'm an island baby. That's why I lived in Taiwan for so long. But Chicago's amazing. It's literally the best city the world in the summertime you get a lakefront breeze of wind so again it's not too hot even when it is hot you get that breeze of wind you have so many things to do in downtown chicago you have every sport you can think of soccer football the other football (laughs) baseball basketball all year round you have music festivals you have a big outdoor park in the center of the city you have every hotel brand you can think of you have inexpensive food you have expensive food you have bike tours you have boats, you have a lake, you have a beach, all in one place with immaculate, second-to-none weather in the summertime, meaning not too hot, not too cold, a little bit breezy, and you have diversity and so much culture and so much history in the middle of the country with two massive airports you can get there from anywhere relatively easily and relatively inexpensively. Now, Chicago is a very international city as well. So many cultures reside there and people from all different parts of the world have their own little sections and sections that combine you can have an amazing time there so chicago is definitely a place that if you haven't been you should check out and even me who've been there from there lived grew up there my entire life um, until i was 18. every time i go back i have a different experience that i enjoy i learn something new i see something new i do something new like It can be my summer vacation spot because every time I go back, it's something new to do and experience. Now, I don't think I would feel the same way if I lived there my entire life and I never left because I feel like me being me, if I'm still me, but I'm just locked in Chicago, I would still do a lot. But definitely, definitely worth it. And last but not least, um, you guys know I've talked about Asia ad nauseum for a lot of different places. So I would always say anywhere in Asia because most people don't take the time to take that long flight. And then take that long flight back. Because it is a long flight. It's a long flight to many places, Europe, all that. But you can get there kind of faster than you can. to some places in Asia and Africa. But um, in Asia specifically, the fifth place I want to highlight is Singapore. Like, I celebrated my 25th birthday there. Went there when I was, ooh, I think 32. Um, not 32, but 30 as well. Uh, and I've, I've always had a good time. But it's recently I've sent some clients there. And they've combined Singapore and Borneo. Borneo is like if you want to do a whole bunch of outdoorsy stuff. Like, And do it the outdoorsy way. (laughs) Like, that's why I recommend Borneo. It's beautiful. That's where all the orangutans are. Like, the water's great. So I definitely would combine Singapore and Borneo if you are a nature person. Or even if you aren't a nature person, you're there's still a way you can do it where you stay true to who you are. Like, man, I don't like being outside. Mosquitoes. ah, Still going to be around mosquitoes. Can't really fight that. But you know what I mean. Um, I'm still having an amazing experience in Borneo. But Singapore, you guys seen Crazy Rich Asians. If you haven't, go check it out. Great, great thing. Everybody always cries through it, except me. I think it's kind of funny sometimes, but um, again, living in Taiwan, whole lot of whole lot of jokes that, that, that kind of fly in there. But no, um, Singapore is amazing. First, the thing that stands stands out, stood out about it. Again, how diverse it was. I can speak about Singapore's diversity ad nauseum as well. Um, the food but with, with diversity comes so many amazing food options, guys. Any food you can think of, made any way, you can get in Singapore. And it's mostly in one little area, too, where you can go and explore. Like, it's fantastic. Clean. One of, if not the cleanest city in the world. Can't even chew gum. You get a $500 fine. Like, it's amazing how clean everything is. It's so, like, imagine New York if it was clean. Shots fired. I know, y'all. I'm sorry. But, like, imagine it. Like, a place where everything, big buildings, culture, all that, diversity, that little melting pot. But, you know, no rats, no trash on the streets, things like that. No weird smell. So, it's like, Singapore is that. Then you have Universal Studios. Hello. Who don't love Universal Studios? Like it has that. Um, it has beaches, of course. Like it has. Um, it has gambling. People like to gamble. You have that as well. So I mean, Singapore is like this small, tiny cultural metropolis um, that's in the middle of a lot of things. It's faster to get to. Place to get to in Asia. This international airport it has amazing shopping in the actual airport for you shoppers. For you big spenders out there, want to get some fancy stuff, duty free, tax free shopping in the Singapore Airport. Literally, ex girlfriend. We went there. She's been like, "Wow, oh, we have to get along. We have to get there like a few hours early so I can shop. We got there a lot of hours early. She shopped for a long time. Bought a whole bunch of stuff. Super cheap, too. And not necessarily cheap, but affordable. So, yeah. So, this, these were my top five, right? So, again, no particular order. South Africa, Norway, Australia, Chicago, and Singapore. So, in 2024 or early 2025, you should definitely make these places, put these places on your list of places that you want to go things you want to experience. And on this Monday, Martin Luther King Jr.'s, sorry, Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. birthday, I hope you guys really take it to heart and really get out there and explore and see what the world has to offer and see how even though we're all very different, at our core, we are the same. We're all humans. We all eat, breathe, walk relatively the same. Like it's, we're all so similar. We're more similar than we are different, but it's important to explore those differences, understand them, and embrace them, because that's what makes us unique as people. So hope you guys enjoyed the rebirth uh, and the resurgence of Monday morning check-ins. Today I'm highlighting my top five recommended travel destinations for 20 24. Again, this will be a bi weekly episode. If I get a lot of some good information, you guys know I'll slat in a bonus episode here and there. Um, but I really want to do my best and do a lot of research and provide you guys with just some wonderful insight in the travel space. And as things happen, I'll be here, your favorite travel podcaster, to enlighten you about what's going on in the world and more. I'm Carl, the Black Expat. we out you